G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. As we each look forward to the new year, we all have hopes and dreams and plans for our lives. But what are God's plans for our lives? What's He looking forward to in your life? Have you ever wondered that? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to the program as we finish up this week by taking a look at your plans and His from a different perspective. So, what are your plans for this year? Maybe you're planning on changing jobs or, or studying or, or maybe you're planning a great holiday or, or planning on buying a new home or, or renovating or a new car. What's the plan? Companies spend a small fortune on creating their strategic plans. But a downturn in the economy, an accident, sickness, those things can bring those plans unstuck in an instant. So what is the plan? I mean, if God has a plan for my life, for your life, what would it look like? I don't know if you're a parent, but what does a parent's plan look like for their children? Well, we want them to be healthy, we, we want them to be happy, we want them to discover their talents and to use them and to be fulfilled. But also we want them to experience and taste life. You know, as parents we do want them to be allowed to make mistakes, to learn for themselves, to grow for themselves, and to have a great life. The last few days on A Different Perspective, we've been looking at the things that can hold us back from living a great life. You know, the habits, the behaviours, the bad ways of thinking, the anger, the dissent, all those things that yield lousy fruit in our lives. And it's almost sometimes like we're enslaved to them. We've broken so many New Year's resolutions over the years, we just can't get free from them. Now, if that was your kid, would you want them to be enslaved to some bad habit? Would you want them to be on a treadmill all their lives trying to get power or money or success? Or would you want them actually really to enjoy their lives? Come on, really. What would we want for our kids? Pretty obvious, isn't it? We want them to have a full, wonderful, satisfying life that they would look back on at the end and say, Mum and Dad gave me a great start and I have enjoyed my life. There was a time in Israel's history where in their relationship with their God, God their Father, well, they rebelled. God had brought them into their promised land. God had given them everything, abundance of the land, and they decided that they were just going to live their lives their way and do all the things that God said don't do. They worshipped idols. There was injustice in the land. They did some bad things. And as a direct result of that, God allowed the Babylonians to come and invade Israel, to destroy Jerusalem, the temple, to kill a whole bunch of people, and then to take the rest into slavery in Babylon. And that slavery lasted for 70 years in the history of Israel. It began in 587 BC, and for the next 70 years, they were enslaved in Babylon. And while they were there, this is what he said to his children, Israel, through the prophet Jeremiah. He said this, When the 70 years are over, I'll be there and I'll bring you back. Because I know what plans I have for you, 
said God, plans for your welfare, not for your harm, to give you a future with hope. Then you'll call on me and I'll hear you. You'll pray to me and I'll answer you. When you search for me with all your heart, you will find me. Beautiful, isn't it? Here are these people who are in slavery because of the things that they have done wrong in rebelling from God. And as we were talking yesterday about this whole slavery thing, I was watching someone in a workplace recently, and they have a habit of being really, really critical of other people. Other people can never match up to their standards. They're always wandering around behind everybody's back, criticising person A to person B and person B to person A. And I think, you know, this person is like a slave to this spirit of criticism that they've got going on inside. Because all of that criticism, is it healthy? Does it bring joy? Does it bring collaboration? Does it bring teamwork? No. What it does is it brings hurt and dissension and pain and anger and people throw rocks at each other. You know what I mean. And I thought, this person is a slave to that spirit of criticism going on in their lives. So the things that we do wrong end up putting us in slavery, just the way that when Israel rebelled against God, they ended up in slavery. You might think it's stating too strong a point. Look at the number of marriages that fall apart because people are enslaved to having affairs, drinking too much, going out, working too hard, not having relationships between husband and wife. The world's full of it, isn't it? And here we have this beautiful statement from God. When, when the time's over, I'll be there and bring you back because I know what the plans are that I have for you. Plans for your welfare, not for harm, to give you a future with hope. You'll call on me and I'll hear you. You'll pray to me and I'll answer you. When you search for me with all your heart, you'll find me. I get three things out of that. I read that and I think, God our Father is just like we are as parents in a sense. The first part is that he allows his children, in this case Israel, to wear the consequences of their mistakes. I think that's one of the hardest things to do as a parent, to give our kids space to make mistakes and to learn from those mistakes. There are consequences. If you're lazy, you won't get on at work. I mean, if we get to work late all the time and leave early all the time, that's going to have consequences. And we as parents want our children to learn from the consequences of their mistakes. There's an old Yiddish proverb that says, every generation has to learn the stove is hot. It's good, isn't it? It's true. Sometimes you can tell your kids and you can tell your kids, take out the garbage bin, take out the garbage bin, take out the garbage bin. And they never do. It's not until they get their own house and they figure out there are consequences to not taking the garbage out on Thursday night. So the first thing I get from this is, Dad, God, he wants his children, his kids, to learn from the consequences of their mistakes. The second thing, though, is while we're doing that, while we are in our Babylon living out those consequences, he comes along and says, hang on, I have some good plans for you. Plans for your welfare and not for your harm. Isn't that wonderful? Right in that space where we're living through those consequences, God comes along and says, I have a plan for you. A future with hope. You want one of those? I sure do. A future with hope. And then the third thing is that that future involves having a relationship with him. Then you'll call on me, I'll hear you. You'll pray, I'll answer you. When you search for me with all your heart, it turns out he wants exactly the same for us as any parent wants for their children. 
Sure, go and learn from your mistakes. But in the middle of all that, I'm there for you. I am here and I have wonderful plans for your life. And those plans involve a relationship between you and me. And on top of that, God has something that sometimes we don't have. The power, the love, the grace, the patience to see it through with us. To make it happen in my life, in your life. And for a long time, I was living my plan for my life. It involved a lot of money. It involved reputation. It involved career. It involved big cars. But there came a point when it was time for me to get onto God's plan. To get out of my comfort zone. To use the gifts and talents that he's given me for his glory. As it turns out, in your life. And that's where the blessing is. The blessing is when we're living out God's plan. Right now, probably you and I are looking forward to the next year, planning, thinking, turning it over in our minds. Can I encourage you, as a part of that process, to say, God, what is your plan in my life? Because I know that that's where the blessing is. God, what's your plan? December is such a special time, a time for us to revel in the fact that God sent his son into this world us, for me, for you, and a time to look forward to the rest of our lives as we contemplate the new year that'll soon be upon us. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of my latest life application booklet. It's called, not surprisingly, (laughs) This is a Special Time, because God's Word is alive and active, amen? So I'm praying that God will cause the wonder of the Christmas story and what it all means for the rest of your life to explode in your heart through this booklet. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1300 722 415 and we'll send it straight out to you in the post. But this is the very last week that this particular booklet will be available, so don't miss out. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1300 722 415. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time on Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.